Welcome back to episode two of the 12-part series uh, focusing in on how to start a business. Um, as you will appreciate from the first episode, this is about taking it right down to the most simple level um, to enable anyone that is listening to this, if you follow the steps, to start a business. Now, as we've talked about in the past, that could be something that has aspirations of being a unicorn business making millions, or it could be something as small as a hustle, you know, that offers you a side income to your, your existing employment. Whatever it may be, that is the aim. So the value of this episode in particular is all about building upon the first episode, which had five steps to set you on your way in terms of understanding how to start your journey of creating a business. And we're going to build upon that in a way that now, in episode two, we're going to talk about a memorable roadmap for planning your business. So we're going to expand upon the key areas, the five steps that we went through in episode one, which was find your passion, know your crowd, plan your way, pick your type, and show me the money. So into episode two, again, we're gonna link it to five steps because I think that's the easiest way to do this. The five steps up front that we're gonna talk through are nail your business idea, know your people, structure and name your business, budget it right, and plan for action. And the value specifically of this episode is taking you to phase two of you personally out there starting a business. Now, what I would say up front is, like I have done for the first episode in the series, is don't count yourself out. So many people out there will come up with ideas, but never turn them into anything, so never act upon them. So I really, really, really push it upon yourself to just give it a go. Live life with no regrets, have a go, and if it fails, so what? At least you've tried. So let's, let's, get, into the, um, let's get into the five steps. So step one, nail your business idea. You've come up with what you want to do. Now you really need to refine your thinking specifically about what you are looking to deliver. So three sub bullets to this for me. Define your product or your service, i.e. what specifically are you putting out there to your customer or client for them to buy your service or your product and you to earn in turn a revenue from it. You need to think about how you're refining your idea and how you're monetizing it. So when we take it back to the first episode about finding your passion and putting those bullets down on a piece of paper, I want you to do the same thing at your kitchen table or wherever you are right now, is let's expand upon that and let's look at how we can monetize those passions in a way. So for me, you'll recall my three were uh, finance, uh, so investments, YouTube, and um, my third was fitness. So in this side, in, in this element, under this step, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to define specifically what my product or my service is. So in my case, it's a service that I'm offering. So for the first one, in terms of finance, it's what what am I putting out there for my customers? So let's use let, let's kind of work through this. So I talked about funds under management. I talked about taking people's money for them, investing it for them, and providing a return on service, uh, return on investment. So what I'm talking about when I define my product or my service, it's exactly that. 
wealth management. Number two is uh, a YouTube channel. And for this uh, example, I was talking about how-to videos. And in particular, funny enough, how to start a business. And then on a daily basis, motivational videos, because I'm a big advocate of positivity and positive mindsets. So when I talk about my product or my service, that is what I am providing. It is a channel that delivers how-to videos and motivational dailies. And then finally, fitness, same thing again. My product or my service is, is in this case, a hybrid of both face-to-face -face and virtual. It is targeting an older generation because I want to, I'm passionate about that. Uh, and it is offering a better a way to better life mentally and physically. So we're targeting health, fitness, um, and mental well-being. So that's that's the first bit, defining your product or your service. You need to then highlight your unique selling point and you need to solve a customer problem. So when you look at your passion and we've gone through the process, and I've pretty much done it with those three, is Define what you're going to offer someone. Understand what your unique selling point, your USP is. And then how are you providing something that's going to solve a customer's problem? Because ultimately, the customer is going to want something that's going to make their life easier, is cheaper and offer them a value in some way, shape or form. So that's step one. Step two, know your people. The three sub bullets to this are understand your ideal customer, size up your competition, and tap into your customer needs. So we've kind of started looking at kind of uh, from episode one, knowing your crowd and knowing kind of people inside out. Now you're building upon that again. You're wanting to understand who is your ideal customer? What do they look like? What do they feel like? What makes them tick? What drives them? What interests them? What are they going to be willing to spend money on? So look at that, really consider it, understand it. Because I'm telling you now, this will pay dividends in the future. And a lot of people will pay a litmus test to this, i.e. just pass over it and go, my product is awesome, it's going to sell, it's going to go viral, people are going to love it, and that's, that's all that I need to know. Well, in actual fact, you need to be humble. You need to understand specifically what people want and you need to target your market, your niche market. You need to size up the competition in that space. So if you're delivering a service or a product that is not brand new in nature, what's out there already? How are they doing it? And you know, this, this plays back to kind of one of those really good sayings, clever people learn from their own mistakes, geniuses learn from others' mistakes. Well, actually, what can you learn about the mistakes that your comp competitors have made on their path to execution? And then tap into your customers' needs. What are, what, are, what are your customers? You've talked about what your customer looks like in terms of your ideal customer. What do they need? How can you tweak specifically the product or service that you're offering to cater more so for that customer's needs? Step three, structure and name your business. Now we're getting into the real nuts and bolts. I want you to start thinking about three supplements to this. Legal setup, so the type of business. Catchy business name, 
your brand identity that you're going to start to build, and mission clarity, your business's why. So in those, legal, the legal setup piece, I'm not going to go into massive detail, but what you want to start doing at this stage is start Googling and understanding the difference between sole trader, LLCs, partnerships, and the like. Um, just dig into it all. Look at what best fits your business and what you're looking to achieve. And actually, you know, in the UK, by an example, a limited company will cost you about 100, 100 to 150 quid to start. So it's not massively tax taxing in terms of startup money to, to register your business and start it. But that ties quite nicely into determining what the name of the business is going to be. Are you using your name to provide a service? Is there a type of product that has a specific name? What are you looking to do here? And I would caution at this stage that don't only, if it is product based, don't only just think about the name of your product. Um, so I don't know, I come up with an idea for an item that keeps my socks together when I wash them because I'm forever losing my socks. Um, and I, I don't know, I decide to call it Sock Saviour. Um, that's fine. But if I'm doing more than just that product, if there is a overarching company that's going to provide more than just that product, might provide a service, might provide more, what is that company going to be called? And how can I start developing that as a brand? Because nowadays, when it comes to marketing, you don't just need to, you know, going back in the day, you don't just need to put a, you know, a extract in the paper to market your company. Now, you know, you don't need to pay thousands to get it on TV as an advert. You've got the benefits of technology and social media. Well, if you could start building up your following now under a specific brand, why not? Why wouldn't you? You've got, you know, you've got that spare capacity. You've got a bit of time. It helps you to evolve your thinking. Why wouldn't you do it? A case in point is that is I have started my YouTube channel and I am putting daily motivation up and weekly podcasts or weekly videos on how to. And I'm doing that because one, because I really enjoy it. It's playing to my creative side as I've talked about in the past. But two, it's a really good opportunity, hopefully for me to build a bit of a following and a bit of a community and to build an understanding and market uh, my brand. Think slow. So keep that in mind. Um, think forward in terms of where you're wanting to be and use this as a method to support that. So that's step three. Um, the final bit of that I'll just finish off is mission clarity, your business why. I mean it goes unsaid, you know, understand, you need to understand your why. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why does your business exist? Why is it going to succeed compared to your competitors, etc. Step four budget it right. Now, depending on the nature of your business, it will determine your um, fees and costs up front. You know, you know, are you going into the technology space and develop, developing an app? And, um, is it something that's going to be quite costly up front? Therefore, do you need investors? How are you going to do that? Or are you doing a simple service where or a product that is relatively cheap in nature that you can get mass produced and you can store, transport and sell on another platform and outsource that function. These are all things you need to understand and I think I've 
when I talked about in episode one, you know, show me the money, um, fund your dream. What I want you to now do is build upon that and three sub bullets, calculate startup costs, predict your earnings and expenses and secure your funding path. So the first two inform the third. I always talk about this as almost a runway. You know, you're, you're plane looking to take off and the money is your runway. What you want to be able to do is give yourself enough runway flexibility to keep yourself moving in the right direction to take off. I hope that kind of works as an analogy. So therefore, it's quite easy, first and foremost, to just Google what's out there on average, how much it costs. So if um, I'm going to go down the fund management, financial services investment kind of option, as an example, I need a portal for my clients. I need a portal for me uh, to be able to manage kind of money back and forth, compliance, legal, accounting. I need a portal for those basically working within those areas to be able to engage and ensure that we're, we're in a good place. And then I need a portal on the front or the back end, which allows me to execute trades to invest that money. Well, I can develop that myself and that will cost me, you know, if I'm talking a good, good end-to-end system, probably about £750,000. Or um, I can go to someone else and I can outsource that function or bolt onto theirs for a fee per month. Well, what works best for me? I've got both of those options. I don't necessarily need to make that decision yet, but at least I know. Um, I want to be able to predict within reason my earnings and my expenses. And that's really important because that's you know understanding your ability to extend that runway versus run, versus run out of it. And this is, as you develop, this is, the, this is your foundation. So what are your initial predictions in terms of uh, earnings and expenses, assets and liabilities, profits and losses, whatever term you want to use, work it out broadly. And you'll know this better as you've worked through ste- steps one, two, and three. Finally, step five, plan for action. Task it out, clear to-do list, set deadlines because timings matter, and share the load, therefore define roles. Um, This is all about your plan of action. This is all about starting your business plan and your approach to setting up the business, kind of the two key bits. So what needs to be done So this works back to your timeline that you've done already and the key kind of big muscle move elements that you need to achieve to get to the point at which your business starts executing. Now what you're going to do is you're going to put that into a a to-do list, a task list, and you're going to give it a kind of a priority rating, I would suggest, and a timing deadline and a responsibility owner. So who is responsible if there's more than one of you for doing it? When do they need to do it by and what is it? And therefore, how does that feed into you starting a business? So that's your to-do list and you need to be absolutely detailed in this space. So build it, start it. What do you need to do now with those big muscle moves? And then work back from that and give it more detail. Timings matter, so set those deadlines as I've discussed. And finally, my biggest suggestion is Get a, get a business partner because it's great to have someone to bounce ideas off. It's great to have someone to share the load and pick someone with different skills to you. 
So that's it. Five steps, again, building upon episode one. Step one, nail your business idea. Step two, know your people. Step three, structure and name your business. Step four, budget it right. And finally, step five, plan for action. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. That is now, I'm hoping if you're sat there kind of writing down furiously what you need to do, you've taken your business from that initial step or stage to the second stage. And that is one step closer to your business executing and making a profit. So let's keep this going, share and follow, and I'll speak to you soon.